Hey friends, it's Hallie here recording from my unfinished attic, now turned home office. So whoa, right? I'm recording this on Monday, March 23rd. And if you're here in Kansas City with me, this is our, I don't know, our last night of freedom or something like that. (laughs) Most of us have already been working from home for the past week or so anyway, but starting tomorrow, our city is beginning our stay at home order. Like a lot of the other um, cities around our country have, our order is for 30 days. So there's a lot to think about, a lot to worry about, a lot I hope you have already prepared for, Uh, but just the reality of staying at home for 30 days, well, I think it's going to get interesting. Uh, So we've been chatting with some of you all this past week, figuring out how we can begin, how we can be together in this new at-home reality we are finding ourselves in. And um, as you might know already, we've moved all of our events to be online. You can find those at villagepresya.org. We're going to do a bunch of Zoom meetings, so go there, um, go to our website, get signed up. Parents, we start with some wine and Wi-Fi with you uh, Wednesday after the kids hypothetically go to sleep. (laughs) And on Thursday, we've got Theology Thursdays. Um, It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. So I hope you get signed up. Um, But our consensus as we've been talking to more and more people is that you want uh, to do a little bit more. And so beginning today, beginning right now, we are going to begin something that we are calling word of the week. So here's what we're going to do. Every um, Monday morning this week, it's actually going to be Tuesday, but every Monday morning, you will have a new podcast ready for you. It won't be too long. And I will introduce the word of the week and just do um, a quick Bible study or some reflection time, something that you can take and do a little bit more deeply on your own. And then the rest of the week, we'll have some quick podcasts created by you. Yes, you, all of you young adults, um, or really whoever happens to be listening, uh, y'all can participate. Um, You will be thinking about this word of the week and just recording your own reflections. We'll ask all of us to just use this word as a point of focus and intention as we move about our much less busy days. And if you see something, think of something, if you want to create something out of that intention, you can post those things to social media, Instagram, Facebook is what we like best and tag us there. There's instructions online for all of that. Whatever the word will be, whatever the word of that week is, will be the focus of our online Zoom Zoom times that are happening. Uh, to help keep all of our conversations somewhat focused, no matter what part of our community you are gathering with. Okay, so before you think, well, that seems, I don't know, insert some critical negative word here. I don't actually think that you're negative or critical people, but in my mind, as I plan things, I assume that someone might hate it and then, you know, make myself crazy for a little while. So um, before you think any of the negative things, let me offer some deeper context. My, really, my, my one most important and really my only consistent spiritual practice is the practice of centering prayer. Any of you who went on our retreat with us just a few weeks ago, back in the days when we could go and do things, um, you all practiced some of this with me. 
Centering prayer is a form of prayer practiced by our contemplatives and mystics. It's thought to be from our desert fathers and mothers. These were the Christian monks way back in the third century who retreated to the deserts around Egypt to be closer to God in solitude and to escape persecution and the craziness that was their world at that time and stuff, you know, things we couldn't possibly imagine. Centering prayer, I think the name came from Thomas Merton, uh, who's the American monk in the 19, uh, earlier 1900s, who um, taught and wrote a lot and was someone, someone that I believe knew something about relationship with God. This kind of prayer, it's just a form of contemplative prayer, which means it has to be done with what I call the three S's, silence, stillness, and solitude. Those three S's, silence, stillness, and solitude, not easy to say on a podcast, they're not easy for us in this time and place. They just aren't very many natural parts of our millennial lives that are either silent, still, or alone without being lonely. It's my definition of solitude. Yet what all the faiths teach us is that these ingredients are necessary to really develop a deep and meaningful spiritual life to really know yourself and be in relationship with God. And it just so happens that, well, here we are, ordered to stay home for the next month at least. So this might be as good of time as any to cultivate some space and time for the three S's. I like centering prayer specifically as a form of contemplative prayer. There's a bunch of things. All of them are great. Um, but I like centering prayer just because it's really simple in concept So what you do is that you choose a word, any word, and you focus all of your being on that one word. And so you need to find a place in your house that's away if you have other people in your house or pets. My dogs are particularly unhelpful with this practice. (laughs) Find a space in your house away from other people and pets, and then Set yourself up a little space. It's best if you sit actually on the floor. You'll want to sit in a way that is comfortable, but not so comfortable that you fall asleep. I always suggest that you light a candle or some incense just to pull all of your senses into that time and space. I get pretty easily distracted, so incense is helpful for me. And then set your phone's timer for 20 minutes. This is essential. If you do not set a timer, you will check a clock about 15 times because you will be sure that it's already been 20 minutes. So set the timer and put your phone somewhere that you can't see it or hear it. And don't move until your timer goes off. And then just sit, close your eyes, breathe deeply, five counts in, five counts out, and think about nothing but your word. Now, you won't be able to do it. Your mind will wander off to all the other things and that is totally okay. That happened to the monks too. Just notice when it is your brain has gone astray and then bring your attention back to the word. So we're choosing a word of the week every week and we're going to use that word to center our community and hopefully our own souls. Experiment with this centering prayer thing. Tell me what you think about it. If you find it easy and boring, I promise you, you are doing it wrong And then share your reflections. Share the things that bubble up in you as you're praying or as you just go about your day. In my own life, I know that 
a practice of centering prayer really changes how I see the rest of my day. And I can tell when I haven't been disciplining myself in this practice, when I haven't been doing it every day, I know that my mind is a little bit more frantic. I know you're all thinking you're always frantic. Yes, I know. But it's even worse when I'm not practicing this. There is so much that wants for our attention in these days. And we don't want to add to all of that. But we do want to stay connected to our center in the midst of it all. Not an additional thing to look at or to do, but an anchor for how we do all the other things that we are going to be called to do in this wild season. So, word of the week. Try it with us. Listen in tomorrow for this week's word. Go ahead and find a little corner of the house that might be your centering prayer corner. I mean, it's not like you've got anywhere else to be. (laughs) Why not try this new centering thing in this season? So thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow for our first word.